Good morning. This is what we do and what we have been doing. Last year, Lover's Lane celebrated 75 years. That's a long time to do ministry. We're so glad you have joined us. Thank you for being with us. My name is uh, Reverend Dee Dee Jones. I'm the pastor of Crosswalk, associate pastor of Crosswalk, and, and it is an honor to be with you. Um, so much to share today. We are starting a new series called This Is What We Do. Hmm. Have you ever thought about what you just do because it's become a habit? Have you ever thought about the things that you do every single day when you get out of bed that have just become what you do? And so today we're going to talk about that as we're going to talk about the fact that we all belong. Do you know that even you belong? And some of you might have even chuckled when I said that. Some people today are looking back and going, you don't know me. I don't belong anywhere. There's really no place for me. But this one thing I can assure you, belong. You belong. The series is basically talking about the fact that when we add ourselves to the equation, God will multiply. Whatever that is, when we give, when we serve, when we give of ourselves, God will multiply what we do. I have a question for you, though. And answer this for me. If you're out there on Facebook, if you're on our website, put it on chat and, and, and answer this for me. Have you ever asked yourself, why do you go to church? And right now, go looks very different, right? Why do you watch? Maybe for some of you, you've asked the question, why is church even important? Maybe for some of you, you're convinced, once again, like I said earlier, you don't fit anywhere. Maybe you've convinced yourself you do not belong. These are the questions I want to answer today, and I want us to answer them together. Because I believe that as we dive into this, why belonging in the church are not exclusive, but belonging in the church go together. We're going to read today from starting in Ephesians chapter 3. If you want to pull out your Bible, your phone, your iPad, whatever you want to do, pull that out and pull to Ephesians 3. And we're going to start early in the scripture and then I'm going to come back and explain why belonging is important. Why you belong, why I belong, even with my crazy purple hair. Even being an outcast, you belong. Starting in verse 8, God gave his grace to me, the least of all God's people, to preach the good news about the immeasurable riches of Christ to the Gentiles. God sent me to reveal the secret plan that had been hidden since the beginning of time by God who created everything. God's purpose is now to show the rulers and powers in the heavens the many different varieties of the wisdom through the church. This was consistent with the plan he had from the beginning of time that he accomplished through Christ Jesus our Lord. In Christ we have bold and confident access to God through faith in him. 
So when I ask you not to become discouraged by what I'm suffering for you, which is your glory. So why is this verse a big deal? Why is this particular part in the chapter a big deal? I want to go back to chapter 2. And then I'm going to come back to chapter 3 to explain why this is important. For you see, this is a big deal. It's a really big deal for us all. In chapter 2, when we go back, Paul describes this secret, the mystery. So today I'm titling my sermon, The Secret is Out. And the secret has been out. Because Paul describes the mystery explicitly. The Gentiles have been separated from God and his people. But now in Christ, the Gentiles have a place to belong. Not everybody was excited about Paul's revelation of this secret, this mystery. That everyone, even the Gentiles, belong to God. In fact, when we look even in the books of Acts, we know that Paul ends up in prison, but in chains because the Jewish leadership finds great offense at this aspect of his message and actions, and namely his teachings against the law. He brought Greeks into the temple. Does this sound familiar? Paul does not seem bothered by it at all, though. Oh, Paul, you never knew what you were going to get when you read Paul. As he knows, his call is to show God's grace to everyone. As a matter of fact, he seems in awe just a little that God would choose and show him the secret. For Paul, the epiphany of his call doesn't just happen one day, but he describes his entire life and calling. He preaches, and even though he is in prison for his preaching, God still keeps revealing the secret to him over and over. Paul's description of his understanding of this mystery, the secret, seems clear from the verses that we go back to when we get to chapter 3, which is where we are today. For chapter 3 then reminds us in the passage we just read that the Spirit has now made known what it was concealed before. That the Gentiles are now fellow heirs. The Gentiles are fellow members of the same body. They are the same. They are fellow participants in God's promises. The Gentiles belong to the church. The short of the long, too, is if you read, if you pull up Galatians and Romans and Ephesians, you, it reminds us over and over and over again that the reality that in Christ, through the gospel, those who were once not God's people have been planted and become children of the promise. Paul now serves this secret and this mystery and does so because God energizes him and strengthens him. This task has cost Paul his freedom. Does that sound familiar? Nevertheless, he does not do it begrudgingly, but gratefully. You see, Paul knew that when we add ourself to the equation, God will multiply. 
for everyone belongs. One of my uh, roles here at Lovers Lane United Methodist Church is I am also the pastor of evangelism. And um, when we talk about evangelism, we just are talking about uh, the ministry that reaches out to people. We invite people. We, we work on the communication side of making sure questions are answered. People know who they are, where to find, uh, what they're looking for. Um, mostly we're a giant welcome committee, right? It's not just about hospitality. It's about helping people find their path in the church. And uh, a while back, it's been about a year ago since Stan asked me about taking this job. And it was interesting because I love this aspect. Like, my heart and Jeff, Jeff's heart is, uh, I can't even begin to tell you, it, it, it gets to me thinking about it. It's for everybody to know. They have a place that they belong. And with Jeff's help, uh, Years ago, Jeff was in church growth and development for many years. And when I told him that Stan had asked me about this position, he and I sat down and we talked about it and what that could really look like in a church of today. Evangelism is a close aspect also of our pastor's heart. Pastor Stan has a huge heart for evangelism. Because that's where we reach the people. Evangelism is a part of where we really connect from, from this part to this part. They've, they've been on the sidelines and we bring them in, right? So what happens when a pandemic comes and you've put this plan in place for evangelism and all of a sudden the doors that you depend on to be open for people to feel like they can walk through are instantly closed because we had to shut down. What do you do? So I began to put myself in any meeting, any conversation, listening to anything I could to learn what do you do during this time. And actually, when I first started doing it, thinking it would just be a few weeks, little did I know that learning about evangelism would take it even deeper for me because we're six months. We're six months where none of us have gathered in these rooms. None of us have gathered together. And yet we are still worshiping, but how are we connecting? And these are the questions that we ask. What I've loved, though, is sitting in these meetings and people begin to describe, here's the path that you must take to get your church to the place of welcoming and loving. And I just sit back with a big smile on my face because there is not a doubt in my mind that every time I pick up the phone or every time I get an email to answer, I can look and I can honestly say every single person that I talk to belongs. I can honestly say that the people that are members of this church will welcome you with open arms. When I think about what I've learned, I think about, oh my goodness, how far ahead of the game Lover's Lane has always been. Through Pastor Stan's leadership and love of evangelism, every single person that has walked through these doors, their lives have changed. 
because of your acceptance, because of your love. Wow. That's a big deal in the day and age that we live in today. When I reflect on the words that I have been learning, the words that have been spoken into my life through these conversations that I've been having, I sit proud. I sit proudly to be a part of Lovers Lane United Methodist Church. There really is a place for everyone. And that's not just dialogue. We mean it. Everyone belongs. Do we all think the same? No way. Do we all dress the same? Have you seen us? No way. Do we worship the same? No way. We have this smorgasbord of services right here at Lovers Lane United Methodist Church because we know not everyone is the same. And everyone has different tastes. Some like organs. Some like bands. Some like hymns. Some like contemporary hymns. Some like robes. And some like jeans. But we all belong right here at Lover's Lane. Whether we walk through these doors or we're sitting at home, I want you to understand you belong, even if you've never walked through the doors of this church. You belong. The coolest thing ever is you belong and I belong because the secret is out. Paul's teachings are just as real today as they were then. We go to church, and here's the answer to our question from the start. We go to church because our God created us to worship together. To agree, and guess what? And disagree together. I don't want to go to church with people just like me. I learn nothing if I go to church with people that are just like me. I go to church to fellowship with people and learn about God's grace, God's mercy, and his love for all people. And I learn that also through you. We go to church together to learn together and to love together. We go to church because we know that God takes what our efforts bring and he multiplies it all. Because we know that some days we're hitting 100. And then we know that some days it might be 10%. But whatever we give, God will multiply it. Whatever we have, God will multiply it. And some of us sit on the back row, right? Because we feel like we don't have much to give. Some of us feel beat down. Some of us feel like I can't take another step. I go to church and it's the last thing I can do. But that's all you have to do. Because God will take whatever you turn to him, whatever you have, and he will multiply it. He's not asking you to. He's just asking you to be obedient, to surrender, 
and take this precious gift that he's given us, which are his promises. And his promises tell us that we all belong. And when I belong somewhere, I don't want to take that for granted. I want to use it to the best of my ability. And I want to show glory and honor because of what God has done. I want to show the world that I belong. I want to show the world that you belong. Verse 10 in chapter 3 that we just read reminds us God's purpose is now to show the rulers and powers in the heavens the many different varieties of his wisdom through the church. Most of all, we come together in this place. And in Sunday school, small groups, through serving and food ministry, through serving in children's ministry and youth ministry. We, we come together at prayer times on Facebook, whatever we can do to bring us together in fellowship. Because we all know that now, more than ever, there is a world out there that needs to know they are loved. There's a world out there that needs to know they are accepted just like they are. There's a world out there that needs to know they be long not because of anything we have done you see because the secret is out the secret is out you belong and you belong at lover's lane if you want to be a part you belong father i thank you I thank you that this secret is out. The words that were spoken to Paul and the calling that was put on his life, God, to share that we all belong. We are all heirs to the kingdom. We are all heirs to the promise. We all belong. And it's not just words, God. But here at Lover's Lane, we put action to our words. And that's what we mean. Are we perfect? No way. Do we get it right every time? No way. But our heart is to see a world know they belong and they belong to you. There is no boundary with that, God. There is no wall that we have to climb to understand what that means. God, we belong to you. Father, give me the faith to understand what that means. Give me faith to know that all I have to do is just believe. And when I step and I put my faith in you and I work for the kingdom, God, you will multiply everything I bring. My giving, my serving, my loving, you will multiply it. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. In your precious name. Amen.